I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. G'day, guys. Before we kick off into this podcast, just a little heads up. This has really got very little to do with rugby league. This is more about social media and uh, how to build your own page. So if it is something that interests you or you have got your own page, and maybe there's a couple of tips that you can take from this or maybe you can learn from some of the mistakes I've made. There's a heap of content in this. If social media is something you're interested in, if journalism is something you're interested in in the future, a uh, really good podcast to have a listen to. But as I said, for the keen footy heads like myself, maybe not the best content for you. It is a long one. I didn't expect this phone call to go for an hour and a half, but the young bloke that reached out to me that wanted some advice on how to start his own page and how to get into journalism, he was a champion fellow. He was very mature. He was very keen, very positive, and we ended up talking for about an hour and a half. So it's pretty long-form content here, but one that I think if social media is something you're interested in, the development of my page and how to develop other pages, I think it is something that's really valuable and something that you'll really enjoy. So enjoy this podcast. It is a long one. It is not footy-orientated, more about social media though. Enjoy guys. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Uh, I had a message the other day on my Instagram page from a young bloke. Uh, I'm not actually sure how old he is. I gather he's about 14 to 16 or so. He's looking to make his own Rugby League page. He's keen on getting into journalism when he's older. So just wanted to have a chat to me about... Uh, how he could go about that. Now, as far as journalism goes, that's not really what I do. My experience in that isn't overly helpful. But as far as a rugby league page, and in my opinion, journalism, this is sort of going to be the avenue into it over the next few years. But I could be wrong. We'll see how that plays out. But reached out to me, asked if we could have a chat. I said, for sure. Do you mind if I record it as a podcast? So uh, I'm about to call him now. I'm about to dial the number. I've got no idea how long this will go for. This could be a a podcast could be a two-hour podcast. I've got no idea. I'm willing to give it as much time as he wants. Uh, but I'm going to dial that phone number now, just getting it from his Instagram story, and then uh, we will kick it off, guys. So we'll be with you in just a minute. Hello? Hey, brother. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Yeah, good. What's going on? Not much, mate. How about yourself? Yeah, not too much, mate. Just uh, working away, getting through it slowly. Yeah, three days. Where whereabouts do you live? Wongong. I've uh, I've got a caravan uh down at Jerengong. I'm down there quite a bit actually. 
really. Yeah, great little spot, isn't it? Yeah, Jurongong's great. Going on, mate. You uh, what you 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 thinking about getting into uh, journalism, are you? Um, it's always sort of been something that I've been interested in and my mum, she used to like present the news so I was sort of always kind of into it and writing was always something that kind of came easy to me and I was also really interested in the sport so I just, you know, I'd, I'd really like to get into, you know, combining both of them because I thought that'd be a pretty interesting thing to get into. Well, that's a huge, huge advantage that you can write. I, I cannot write for shit so <laughs> it definitely helps your cause, mate. It makes life... A lot easier. Some people just have a natural thing for it. I definitely don't. Uh, it's something that I've had to develop, and I still fuck. I'll write something, then I'll look back a week later at it and go, "Fuck!" Like, what are you <laughs> dribbling on about? You know. But, mate, if you can write, that is a huge advantage. And yeah, I, you know, obviously, I don't know if you'd call what I do journalism. I probably wouldn't, to be honest with you. But I think that if you were to have your own page or your own platform or whatever it might be. Um, I reckon it'd be a huge start for you, mate. I fuck. I started my page when I was twenty-seven. I always think, yeah. fuck, if I started it when I was fifteen, <laughs> I would be fucking flying, you know. Um, yeah. Even if I started it when I was twenty-five instead of twenty-seven, like the the gains that you make in a year are just insane. So I I, I know that you showed me that that page before that you you um used to have man i i'd say go all in on something like that because you'd be surprised if you're going for a journalism job in a few years and you know that's essentially it's a resume you know you just yeah, throw that. that at them and go hey this is the work i've been doing for years upon years hopefully by that point you've got a decent amount of followers built up and mm. you know like you know and mate I, i'm exactly the same there's a million guys that do exactly what i do i'm not reinventing the wheel i'm not doing anything different you can find yeah thousands of nrl pages if you want but if people choose to follow your page and follow what you do and it's like it's a credit to you and it's it's literally would be like a resume on the table and you know i I think we can all see that more and more you know your your mainstream sort of media is starting to fall behind and you know guys like bloke in a bar ytr nrl roast these sort of guys like they're becoming platforms for me and especially for our generation and mate especially for your generation and that's why like I was really, because um, like obviously I'm, I'm sort of too young to actually be getting into like any sort of professional journalism. And I thought that if I could start something, you know, on Instagram and hopefully get a decent following, like you said, I could like perhaps if I'm trying to apply for something in the future, I could say, look, look at this, this is what I've been doing. You know, I've got experience in social media platform, which is like, because that, like you said again, social media started to become the like main source of information and. You know, I think if I could just get a foot in there, that'd just be really helpful. Oh, mate, for sure. And it might clubs, newspapers, all of these places in a few years' time, they're going to be looking for people that know how to do social media. Like, mate, when, when was the last time you went to an NRL club's website to read one of their articles? Yeah, it, I do it a lot here and there. Here and honestly, there. How yeah. many times do you look at their social media posts? Yeah, that, that's it, literally. That's mate. If you was, can, yeah. if you can tell a story in a caption instead of having to read a whole article, you are you are priceless to these sort of clubs moving forward. Uh, it's mm. going to be a bigger and bigger business. The further that we go, it's going to become more and more important. And as I said, mate, if you're at, especially mate, at the age you're at, how 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 old are you? Fifteen. I turned sixteen yesterday. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, mate! How good. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um. Yeah, mate, if you if you were to do this for the next, let's say, four years of your life, which sounds like a lot, but 
with all due respect, when, when you're 16, like when, when, by, by the time you're 25, you'll you'll look back at 16 to 20 and go, "Fuck, I had so much time on my hands. It's not even funny." Like, and once you can, if you can take advantage of that, mate, if it's if you put up two posts a day, times that by four yeah. years, you're looking at you know two or three thousand posts that you're going to yeah. have of content to be able to show someone, "Hey, look, I'm you know I'm passionate about this. I've done it for X amount of years for free." And they read through your stuff. If if you can write like the way that you're um, telling me you can, which I, I I don't doubt at all. I mean, mate, massive advantage to have. Huge. I. Mate, the, the hardest thing will be though is that you just got to stick with it. You got to stick with yeah, it. Yeah, and you got to. And that's the thing. Oh, like you saw, you saw that um, I, the last time I posted was like two years ago, and I think I wanted to like come to someone who's been in it for a while, you know, who's got a following and who knows what they're doing because I want to learn how to sort of do it consistently and, you know, actually build something out of it. Oh, for sure. And it's it's just about sticking at it. You know, you you know, like people message me all the time and go, oh, like, like you get, you get followers so easily because it's, it's big now and it's like, yeah, okay. But it's it, like, it started at zero the same as everyone else. Yeah. Like at some point it started zero. So did Roasty, so did Bloke, you know, mm. so did YKTR. All these pages started at zero at some point. And mate, there's, there, there's like, I can have a week where I might get 30 new followers. It happens sometimes. Yeah. It's just the way the algorithm goes. It's not, it's not all fucking hundreds upon thousands of followers all the time. Mm. It's, you have your low periods, but then you have your high periods where, you know, like, um, uh, yesterday afternoon, I had Brian to share one of my things, and it got me like a few hundred follow. I had everyone in Penrith following me yesterday afternoon, you know, yeah. off the back of that. Yeah. And you get those little carrots as you go, and you you'll get players that'll occasionally share something, or you know, Denon will share something, or you know, Roasty mm-hmm. myself, you know, whoever it might be, will share something, and then you get a big boost. But it's it's about sticking it out during those periods where it is going slow where it just takes forever. Like I'll never, I remember like I used to just be watching my following count every single day and seeing where it was going and everything. I remember the, 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 the race for me from 26,000 to 27,000 followers, it took me about yeah. four months and like no one else would have noticed it except me. That, yeah, that's how closely yeah. I was following it. I hit 27 K and I went beautiful. I got there and then I went, Fuck, who cares? What does that matter? <laughs> who gives a shit? No one's going to care. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I guess it's just it's it's just a really interesting thing to get into, you know, because like I'm obviously quite passionate about it, and you know, you've obviously got um, a fair bit of experience, which is why I'm really happy that I've got the opportunity to actually talk to you about it. Uh, it's one of those things too, mate. Like I imagine in high school, like I didn't start this when I was in high school, but if, I know if I would have, you know. Blokes would have given you shit. Blokes would have said stuff. I was fucking. I was like twenty five when I started mine, and my mates were like, "What the what the fuck are you doing? What the you know? What a waste yeah. of time!" Blah blah blah. And people are gonna say it all they want, but people don't realize the pull that social media has now, and what mm. you can do with that. Like, if you can build a following, mate, it can be absolutely anything moving forward. And there's yeah, literally, mate. And like I, I don't like. Oh, obviously for you, you 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 said you're good at um at writing, which is great. I find podcasting is more my thing. And the amount yeah. of money that's coming out of like traditional advertising and heading into the podcasting realm is just like sponsorships. Yeah, like it's it's insane at the moment. It's and it's you know it's such a good spot to be in because I've laid that platform the last few years, and I still look at other guys like like Roasty, uh, like, like like bloke. These are the guys who were on it two and three years before me. And yeah. Fuck. Why? Why didn't I start this earlier? Like you can never, mm. you can never start it too early. Like 
sort of effect social media has is really it's it's pretty evident in people like um bloke because he's got you know he's got his beer line he's got merch he's got a podcast he's got his page like and that's just from that instagram page like it just shows you like if you get into it it just shows you how much it can do for you Oh, for sure, and you know, like like Denon's obviously got the advantage that like he's he's the smartest guy in the room, but he's mm. also got the advantage that you know he's played rugby league. But mate, you have a look around social media now; it's you know the other pages that are going big. Like obviously YKTR, they've got former players, but like myself, Roasty, we're not former players. We're we were yeah. fucking nobodies in rugby league. But you just put in the time and the effort, show that you actually know what you're talking about. Yeah, and mate, like anything can come from it. Like, like Rosie's obviously a little bit di- different to me. He's more got the um, the humor sort sort of stuff on his side, which is like a huge yeah. advantage to have. I, I wish that I had that sort of talent that he has to be able to watch a game of footy and see four cracking memes that come out of forty minutes of footy. I just can't do that. But like, if you yeah. can get that side of things into it, it's huge. But it's yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's like it used to used to be this glass ceiling on where people could get to, what they could achieve. But yeah, now with it. social media... It's just endless. Right, it's non-existent. It is non-existent. It's crazy how you, you can do... As long as you're willing to put the effort in and put the time into it. And it's, you know, it, it's not easy. It's, you know, yeah, you get to talk yeah, about footy yeah. all the time. It's great. But it's like, you know, like I'll work from, you know, eight till four, eight till five or whatever, come home, then do six or seven hours on the page, on the podcast, whatever it might be. And it's, mm. it's time consuming. And where do you work? You uh, so um, I'm a teacher, mate. So I'm... Oh, right. So in those eight hours I'm at work, I really can't do anything for the page yeah. either. So it's, you know, it's the five or six and- hours the night before that I'm setting up what I'm going to do, what I'm going to post during that, that next day. Yeah, and that might... That must be hard because, like, you got marketing and all that stuff to do, so it must be a bit difficult here and there to squeeze everything in, I imagine. Oh, 100%, mate, 100%. And it's, it's, it's at the point now where I've been able to go back from teaching a little bit. I, I only do two to mm. three days a week, and then I do this the other days, do podcasting and whatnot. But for the first two years when I started my account, I was a, I was a full-time teacher doing yeah. all of that, doing this on the side and just staying up fucking all night doing this sort of shit. I'd... You know, we'd have lunch breaks and people would go and get a coffee. I'd go and sit in my car and content ready for the next, you know, three hours whilst yeah. I'd be at school sort of thing. So it's just depends how much, how much you want it, you know, it's, um, yeah, yeah there, there's always enough so time was, to do stuff, especially mate, where, where you are, you know, you, you, you got no kids, you don't have a wife or anything <laughs> yet. And like, I, I'm still lucky that I, that I'm in that position. I, I don't have kids mm-hmm. yet or anything, but Whilst you don't have them, and whilst you're, you know, I, I imagine obviously you're you're going to go to uni and whatnot. And uh, yeah. my, my advice to you would be start it now, and then when you get into uni, mate, there's never been a better opportunity than when you're at university. Like, there's a lot to do. Mm. But good God, you have so much time on your hands. It's not even funny. I imagine will will you go to um UAW down there? Yeah, my, my brother's there now, and my mum teaches there. Um, and you know. I've always sort of um, uh, like I've always sort of envisioned that that would be the sort of place I'd go, just in terms of convenience and like um, uh, like the level of teaching and uh, like experiences I have. Like my brother, he's got a scholarship. He's going overseas to study. He's um, doing apprenticeships, and if I can have anything like a fraction of that that has some sort of journalism, um, I guess like it's related to journalism, then I, that's just like insane to me, you know. Well, mate, if you can get into you, 
in OW and do journalism there. I imagine that means that you can live at home in Wollongong, yeah? Mm, yeah. Gun. Yeah, like okay. my brother, he's at, he's at home now, and they obviously have off, like, they're off, uh, off campus doing online. But when they were, like, in person, he was just, he's living at home, he travels like 10 minutes, and then he's at uni, and he comes back, and literally, it's that easy. Oh, mate, fucking, you're in a perfect spot. You're in a perfect spot to have a real crack at it. You can go to uni, you can study journalism, you can spend 10 minutes driving to uni, driving back, whilst the vast majority of people are spending two hours in a car every day. You're also going to be living at home. I imagine rent-free. If not rent-free, it'll be an absolute fraction of what you would have to pay weren't living and, at home and mate that's not that's not me having a crack at you for that I was in the exact same situation I was very lucky but you've got to take advantage of those little breaks that you get to yeah and that's the thing because like like you said I just think I'm in like a, such a good position that it's it's pretty stupid not to do it like it's something I'm passionate about like there's a lot of opportunities here and it's it's not really something that anything's stopping me from doing so like if it's something I'm passionate about I want to get into it and it's just the opportunity's right there. So I was really passionate about actually getting into it. Oh, for sure. And, mate, like, if, if you were to start now, you know, you, you might finish with your with your degree. What, what do you announce? 16. So what, if you were to come straight out of school, do you you do your degree, what's that, four years? So you'll be, like, 22 mm-hmm. or something, mate. If you've been doing a page like this for six years, by the time you've yeah. done that, you could have your own website, mate. You could come out with your... <laughs> with your university degree and you don't have to go to the Telegraph or the Herald or try and get a... Like, you, you could write for your own website, turn over your own money out of that. Like, that's going to be the landscape in a few years' time, in my opinion. Anyway, if you do it the right way, you can already see, guys, like, I I, I don't know how closely you follow um, um, Supercoach and stuff, but, like, the Supercoach playbook, like, they've done a very similar thing. Um, you know, if yeah. Denim was to bring out his own... He, he, he could hire people to write articles every week for him if he wanted. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know if you follow the Hello Sport boys, but, like, they've got some of their listeners who are just just average blows writing articles for them. They're unreal. I read them every single week. Like, you can get a genuine fan base associated, and, like, you can more and more see it. Like, I, I, I sort of just focus on the Instagram page and the podcast, but if you go and look at Roasty, for example, he's got blogs that he writes. He's now got his own podcast vlogging's becoming more and more important like the the written word is never going to go out of fashion there might be other things yeah. more popular like vlogging like podcasting but the written word is yeah, never going to go out of fashion it's always going to be relevant and there's always going to be a place for it in rugby league whether you're under a telegraph or fox league or whether you're under your own banner like yeah. it's i'm confident that in a few years time you know, my website will include something along those lines and I'll be looking for for people to write articles like that because I know that I can't do it. I'll be outsourcing it myself. Yeah, there's, of course. And like, mate, it's just... fucking endless opportunities there. If, if you, you know, it's the old saying, you, you pay now and you play later. If you put in the hard yeah. yards at the age you're at with the opportunities you've got, and it doesn't mean you have to... It's, it's not like... It's not like when when footballers say, "Oh, you know, like I don't drink. I missed out on parties. I didn't do this. I didn't do that." Like you don't have to miss out on fucking anything. You just have to prioritize your time. Yeah, that's the thing. To make- like, not that it, it, well, it is difficult. Obviously, it's it's not an easy thing to you know make a living out of it or even make money at all. But it's just like if if you know what you're doing and you know how to do it and you have like the passion, then. You know, there's no reason for you to not do it, and that's why I'm. That's why I reached out to you in the first place. You know, it's why I've. It's why I'm doing this call. It's why I've 
you know, actually I'm trying to get into it because it's just, as I said before, it's something I'm really interested in getting into and something that I can see is like, and like you said, social media is just taking over and something that I can see is a big opportunity to get into, like as a future, you know, comes because there's just such a big opportunity for so many things to come of it. So like, why wouldn't I get into it? Oh, for sure, mate. And you can, you know, if you've got your journalism degree and you can show that you've been able to build a following on social media, like, mate, you'll, you'll even find, in my opinion, in four or five years' time, you will have other companies, other people with small businesses that will want to get social media right, but they've got no idea what they're doing, yeah. will reach out and be like, can you build this up for me? It might not yeah. be rugby league based, but mate, you, you could do that sort of stuff on the side. I've got mates that, that, that have done that, that have built really good social media brands. And then you've got all these people that are middle-aged people that miss the social media train that are just going, mm. I've got this page. This? I've got 60 yeah. people following me, but I get fucking 3,000 people walking to my shop every day, but I've got no idea what I'm doing with social media. How do I... No, and, and it, it's something that we take for granted. And, mate, like, like, I feel like I'm good at social media. I have no doubt because you're 16, you're the same age as the guys that I coach in footy. What they're able to do on social media would blow what I can do out of the water, but they're not ready yeah. to utilise it. They, they want to utilise it in a way to fucking talk to girls and take screenshots and send nudes and do stupid fucking shit when they could be utilising that to genuinely make money and they just don't realise. Like, um, there, there, there's this other bloke in, um, I think he's based in Tasmania. I, I haven't followed him too closely, but he's a absolute cricket nut. I think his name's Bez or Bev or something. Have you heard of this fella? I think so, no. Uh, so he, he's, he's this kid that does cricket videos and honestly, he jumps behind his computer. He records oh, himself going berserk. Did you know who I'm yeah, talking about? He's a, is he the bloke who's like in the straw hat? He's always yelling at the games and stuff. Always yelling at the games. Always just carrying on like a complete yeah. nutter tit, but it sells me. That's it. Like, I was at a cricket game. I was watching the Sheffield Shield final at like the local crowd, and he was there, and he was just yelling, and everyone was getting into it. Like, the crowd was talking to him, and like, it was insane. Yeah, mate. And, and like, you go on so many Facebook pages where they share his stuff, and like, they're bagging the hell out of him, but they're talking about him. They're talking yeah, about it. Like, I, I, I personally couldn't think of anything worse than what you just said sitting at a Sheffield Shield game to see somebody like yell and scream. But you're always going to be watching because he, he just grabs attention to your eyes. Like, you yeah. might pretend like you don't like him, but you're secretly watching him. You secretly are entertained by that. And he's managed to he's managed to clap into something that no one else really has. Like, how on earth has a kid sitting in front of his computer yelling, screaming at the computer become popular like that's what everyone does every weekend it's like he hasn't reinvented the wheel or done anything but he's put the effort in to record himself for every single game edit it upload it advertise it uh you know yeah like, and like it got it got to a point where last year during like the test summer like cricket australia and ko sport and all these like massive cricket you know associations they were sharing his content and everyone like and that's just i guess bolted his fan base even more mate did you see the fellow that was um that was celebrating when the Gold Coast Titans scored a try a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, with the took his shirt off, yeah. Yeah, took his shirt off. He's already got an endorsement for, I think it's Tradies Undies. He yeah, it's he, unbelievable. He, he, he just took advantage of his 15 seconds of fame, which has come from nowhere. It is potluck that they happened to land on him. He reacted the way he did, um, which, you know, a heap of blokes would do it again. Like, fuck, is it the first time you've seen a guy take his shirt off at a game of football? Not a hope in hell. <laughs> But the guy was unique, yeah. and he made the very best out of it, and, and now he's taking advantage of that as well. And it's, and it's not like I, I get people messaging me all the time with with these new Instagram pages, and they're always 
NRL fans, NRL fanatic, inside NRL, the you know, inside the game, all these sort of names. I'm like, oh, it's creative. That's good. You go look at their page and I'll say, oh, I've been grinding away for six weeks. Can you share me? And I'm like, oh, you know, let, 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 let's, let's see in three months. If you're still hanging around, then yeah, by all means. And I always just put a, I've, I've got a page on my notes of pages that I see that I think have potential that I see that have got good content and mate, all of them, I go through it every few months. I go back and have a look at them. None of them are active anymore. None of them yeah, are active. And, and you can all see they all hit the 600, 700, 800 f- follower mark and then go, ugh, no, nah, I'm not at 10,000 yet. Fuck it. And that's like the thing because when I started off, I had like, what, like 80 followers and I did it for about a year and a half. You know, the, I get the, literally the highlight of what I was doing was four and 20 pies like one of my posts and like, main thing that I was sort of trying to focus in on and I said it to you before was just staying consistent because like like you said you don't get anywhere if you don't keep going at it that's why you know to you because you obviously you have a level of success in what I'm interested in doing and you know I just wanted to stay consistent and make the best of the opportunity that I have yeah and consistency is the word and it made it's the most boring word in the world consistency is boring unless you're cooper Cronk, consistency is fucking it'll put you to sleep but it's it gets success mate you look at what denon's done you know his his beer company's worth a few million he's got so many followers on social media he's got almost you would almost describe it as like a cult following on social media and yeah, he spends literally. bro he spent the first three or four years just generating no traffic whatsoever working full-time in the mines, doing this on the side, getting absolutely nowhere. But it, it, yeah. it'll take off eventually. Your consistency will pay off. And you've just got to I, – I, I haven't looked at what, what, what your page was like, but one thing I, I see people make a mistake of is that, you know, they take a screenshot of what the NRL posts and they reshare it or they – Yeah, and what I was going to say to you is what is your um, things – What how do you, like, download um, videos to, you know – in, and then post and what software to use to edit and create your post because they like you said they're not just screenshots of games or something which is what I used to do and what I don't want to do anymore because it's got to have a little level of creativity and you've got to be able to differentiate from other pages so I was just curious as to what software you actually use because you obviously like your posts like they they allow you to read like it's just there's no massive caption it's just a paragraph on the post and you can just read it right there and that's just like catches the eye so I was just curious as to how you did that. Yeah, man, it's one of those, you know, you, you've got to try and make your page unique to everyone else's. If yours is the same as everyone else, it won't grab anyone's attention. I find the page is that it's just a picture with all their stuff in the captions, unless you're Denon and bloke in a bar because he's built that brand up for years upon years upon years. It's going to be very difficult yeah. to do. You've got to have, for, for me, I found the best thing to do is to have my information on those actual Post Instagram is a visual mm. platform. And mate, people message me all the time, like, how'd you get so good at Photoshop, bro? I haven't used Photoshop in my fucking life. I use an app that costs me $9 on my phone. Everything I do is done off my phone. And people find that yeah. crazy, ridiculous. I literally do it all with my fingers on my phone, but it's it's the hours upon hours upon hours upon hours of, thing, of time that I've spent doing it that you start to understand shortcuts. You start to understand what works well, what doesn't. And the first time I do it, it might take me two hours to do it. But by the fiftieth time, it'll take me three minutes. Yeah. You know? like and I, what was that app? Uh, so, so the app I I, I use is called Bazart. B A Z A A R T. You've probably heard of it, mate. It is like the most generic 
brand of all time. And like guys like um, guys like the Supercoach Whisperer, the Weekly Rubdown, and they're like, oh, how do you make a post? I go, I use this. It's it's a shit fight, but I use this. And they spend an hour on it. They're like, you use this. It doesn't. It's so simple. It's so like, how do you? And I'm like, yeah, but once you get used to it, you can do whatever the hell you want on it. It's it's essentially yeah. the modern day fucking Microsoft Paint. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna look into that because that's like that's like perfect in terms of what I wanted to get it like. And, mate, I, obviously, I, and that's the whole thing. You look at all Telegraph, you look at Fox League, and you have a look at all the money they would spend in their digital team making their posts every month. Compare it to mine. Mine cost me nine dollars a month. Yeah, actually. They would have three or four designers that they're paying and all they do is get a photo and put green text over the top of it. Yeah. And it's a matter of time until Fox League, Telegraph, all these pages work out. Hmm, what we're doing isn't working. We're spending mm. a mozza on it. I'm paying four salaries to get these posts every year when other, you know, these pages, you know, the Guru page, he's paying $9 a month. He's paying, what, $108 a year? Yeah. Like it's... It's just, yeah it's just so much simpler and you know it's it's pretty like it's basically nearly foolish not to try and get into it and try and use this because it's you know, it's right there literally it's just once, so simple once you understand how to use that app simple is the best way to describe it it is incredibly mm. simple just no one else wants to spend the time doing it. and mate I, I, you know anyone that asks me what to use I'll tell them straight away it doesn't worry me because I know that the vast majority of people aren't going to spend the time that I have to be as good at it as what I am because it's tedious and it's going to take you years until the stuff you can make on there looks decent. Like if I said to you, hey, here's Microsoft Paint, make me something good on it, fucking how long until you give up? For me, it'd take about eight seconds because it was a nightmare. It's one of the, you know, and and there's a lot of, you know, like being in it, YKTR last week, you know, they use um, Photoshop and their stuff is unreal. It's great, yeah. I, I wasn't brought up on Photoshop. I had no idea how to use it. I wanted to be able to make things on my phone. If I'm in the car and something breaks, I want to be able to pull over and make something in two and a half minutes, then post it and it looked decent. I, you know, I've, I, I record my podcast on a computer and that is it. I've never made a single post on a computer, never done anything. And it's the reason why I can get things out so quickly. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm sort of similar to you. I've got no experience with Photoshop, but if this app is as simple, well, not obviously it takes a, a bit to, you know, get used to it but if it's as simple in the end as you're explaining it then you know I've just I've got to start using it obviously yeah mate you just start using it and the key to it is you make a million mistakes you fuck things up a hundred times but every time you mess it up you get better at it and that's yeah mate I, I look back at like, like occasionally you get those Instagram and Facebook they shoot you up a memory from a year ago two years ago yeah, mate, yeah. when I get those old images of my posts from two years ago I'm just like good god on a, it looks like a six-year-old put that together. Like, and then even when I get them from a year ago, I'm like, oh, God, that's shit compared to what I'm doing now. And in a year's time, notification of a post I made today and look at that and go, that's dog shit. What was that? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just the way the, the, the way that it'll and, – and it's good. It should be like that. You should look back at your old stuff and go, fuck, I'm glad I've improved since then. Yeah, just constantly improving. Yeah, mate, I, I, I use this Bazaar. It's the simplest thing in the world. I think I pay $9 a month, and I, I think that's for the premium one. I honestly don't think you even need the premium one. You could do it for free if you wanted to. It's really – Yeah. It's super straightforward. Literally. You just got to get your get your images online, sort them out, cut them out. It takes a little bit of time, no doubt about it. But then you 
you know, on my phone, every single design I've ever made. If I make one about the Panthers, for example, I've got a folder that I put it in that says Panthers. And whenever mm. I need a template of a Panthers player, I've got 20 or 30 sitting in there that oh, I can just right, grab and yeah. use. You know, like, like the, the, there'll be players, for example, um, I, like I already know off the top of my head, a guy like Appy Curacao, there's only about two or three good photos of Appy playing for the Penrith Panthers online. It's ridiculous. I've got no idea why. Very few photos of Appy getting around where you can see him in a Panthers jersey standing on his own, not in a tackle or anything like that. And people, you know, I've had people say, why do you always use the same photo of Appy? And it's like, well, in my, in my Panthers folder, that's the main one I've got there because there's not many yeah. around of Appy. Yeah. So, so you've sort of got like everything for each team and each player sort of organised so you can just like snap literally if you need it you've got it right there pretty much yeah I've got for every main player so for a Cody Walker I would have three or four designs of Cody Walker that I sort of mix it up so I'm not using the same photo of Cody Walker yeah. every time um, but mate for more generic players yeah I you know and, and the, the big advantage and I, I use them sometimes when I first started my page I lived off these things if you go to every single NRL page and you click on every player's profile, there is um, a picture of them standing with their hands on their hips. I'm sure you've seen these photos before. You can directly save them from every single NRL player's profile, save them to your photos, and they're already cut out. There's no background. There's nothing to it. I mean, mate, straight away you've got (coughs) a picture of every single NRL player that looks really professional. Everyone has that opportunity to be able to go and grab those. Yeah. So that's just more like taking advantage of what you have right there and turning them into something good. Yeah, for sure, mate. And you, you don't realise how much you've actually got at your disposal until you start one of these pages and you start to look into it because it, it is all there for you once again. And like I'm more than happy to tell you to tell anyone that's listening to this because I know that the vast majority won't put in the, the six to eight months, the two, the three years to be able to master it and, and do it properly. Your advantage is you've got the time to do it. Yeah, and that's it. And like I've said a million times already, opportunities that right there, and I just, I'd, I'd just be stupid not to try and get into it. And it's just something that I've always been interested in, and something that I've seen myself potentially making a living off, and just generally loving doing. Because I've, I've always had this sort of idea that, you know, nothing's worth doing if you don't enjoy actually doing it. And I just think that this is something that I can really potentially, you know, put my foot down work hard in it and actually enjoy it oh, for sure point. and mate you, you won't enjoy it for every moment of it I can promise you mm. that I can guarantee you you won't enjoy it for every moment but there's not a job you'll get that you'll enjoy every moment you might be passionate about things like teaching for example like I'm passionate about teaching do I enjoy every minute of it not a hope in hell yeah. I might enjoy 60% of it yeah but that's that's the reality it's going to be very hard for you to find a job you're going to love every moment of the day and this will be no different there'll be times where you know, the grand final on Sunday, you know, all my mates got on the beers, they got pissed. I was like, fuck, I've got to do content after, you know? And that's just one of the downsides to it. That happens to me a lot, it, like most Friday nights. Sunday nights for me are, are, are a bit of, of a write-off because I've got to start getting my content ready for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, straight after those games on Sunday night. And I just know that sort of Sunday sessions are pretty cluster for me, you know? I, I know that I've got to drive home and get into two or three hours of work on, on a Sunday night to be ready because not doing it someone else will you know yeah and and like in the end it's it all pays off like the hard work just pays off 100 percent. it all it all pays off in the end and it's mate it's been three what is it 2021 it's been like almost four years for me and i feel like i'm just scratching the surface of it starting to pay off to be honest with you like going on yeah. and bloke has been fucking awesome but 
Now that's that's sort of the first step for me as far as I see it. I, I think I can take it so much further without, you know, and pe- people say, oh, would you work for a Fox or a Nine? And mate, I don't think we need Fox or Nine. I don't think content creators need those big platforms anymore. They can they can do it themselves. Making themselves, yeah, literally. Like quite literally, they they can do it themselves. It's 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 open there, just waiting for someone to grab it, and you just got to find what's unique about your page. Are you going to be a news? Are you going to be a history? Are you? There's just there's so many different avenues. Like for example, mate, um, the guy that I've had on my podcast the last few weeks, random stats guy. Uh, yeah, I follow him, bro. The most unique. Yeah, what why why do you follow him? He just brings out the weirdest fucking like, oh. Des has never lost against Wayne Bennett or whatever it is. Like, it's just so unique and unique. genuinely interesting. Unique's the key word. Yeah, unique is yeah. the key word. There we are. Now, I obviously see more of it because I'm, I'm in the space, but there are so many social media pages, facts about NRL, but his unique side of the weird shit he finds, and, you know, people think that that might take him a c- couple of minutes from speaking to him. I can guarantee you some of those posts that he comes up with, that is trawling through years and years wow of NRL yeah. games and keeping 24 tabs open at once for each season. That's a calculator out. That's a notepad in front of him. That's working out averages, percentages. I mean, one of those posts that, you know, now he, he's got 10,000 followers. At the start of the season, he had none. Like, he would have spent yeah. hours and hours on individual posts. And, mate, I've, I've done it myself. You spend hours on individual posts. There's been posts that I've spent three hours on and they get two comments on them. And you, you just mm, got to ride yeah. with that. You just got to ride with that because the people... You know, if I post something and you see it on your phone and you don't like it or comment on it, to you, it's it's just another clip. It's another post. To me, it's three hours worth of work. But yeah, don't you don't give wrong. a fuck about that. That doesn't yeah. mean it's not your three hours. Why would you care? Why would anyone care outside of you? And you've got to accept that sometimes you're going to take big shots like that. You're going to put a lot of effort into things and it's not going to hit. Same as if you were to be a journalist in four years, you'll spend time on a huge story. And someone bigger will do the same story and yours will get no recognition. It's just the way it goes sometimes and you got to be ready to deal with those downsides. And, like, it's not always, you know, just consistently successful. Like, there's always... And, mate, there there will be other times, mate, my my biggest post this year, I couldn't fucking believe it, the amount of time I put into posts and everything, there was a picture... When Nathan Brown made his Origin debut, there was a picture of him taking a hit up and the guy that he ran into, he fell over. And I posted mm. that picture of Nathan Brown and I said, um, this guy is made for origin and he got seen by about 300,000 people. It took, I, yeah. I, I made it sitting at a set of traffic lights. <laughs> and it was yeah. my biggest and post last year. I think that just so shows the, like how much the algorithm itself can affect. Like yep. it doesn't really matter what you do. It doesn't matter how much energy or effort you put into it. Like the algorithm, you know, it can just change everything. Yeah, mate, it's exactly like I, I've got my my reels that I make all the time that take me a heap of time to make. Each one takes me probably thirty or forty minutes. I made one a couple of weeks ago where I literally just got. You probably remember a few years ago, Josh and Brett Morris. They did that trick where they they dressed up the same, and one ran into the bathroom, and the other one ran out the other side, and they they, they tricked some random guy. On the, actually, it was, it was when I was a kid, so you, you might not fucking remember it. But anyway, I found that clip. I posted that as a reel, went for two hundred thousand views. Like, and it it took me, it's none of my work. It took me two and a half seconds. There was no effort in it whatsoever. It's just the way it hits. If you go and have a look at, um, I was talking to Ice the other day. If you go and have a look at YKTR Sports, they, you know, 
they, they, they cut up all their podcasts. They do all their things all the time. About six, seven weeks ago, they saw a clip of a guy. They had a tractor in his backyard, and he tied himself to it. Um, and it was spinning, and he was spinning around holding onto a rope with a uh, with a boogie board underneath him on like on like a slip and slide material, drinking a beer. It went for six million views. Yeah, it's just insane. All they did was see it somewhere else, go copy, paste, publish, and then six yeah, million views. It's going to be their people. biggest content they've ever recorded, and it took them two and a half seconds instead of recording a podcast for an hour and a half, cutting it up for another two hours, finding the two minutes that you think are relevant, making a post out of it, making a design, posting it, and it'll get seen by 5,000 people. And like, but the thing is like, obviously you have to, you know, you have to still do that and you have to go through the shit of just putting heaps of time into it, even if it doesn't make, you know, even if it doesn't hit anyone's page. But, you know, in the end, you do get those pages, the posts that actually do hit. Yeah, for sure. And, mate, it, like, I, I, I'm just looking at YKTR Sports. That post there, it went for 6.6 million. The post before that was hung over Cameron Munster talking on a phone to them, went for 90,000 views, but the other one went for yeah. 6 million. Imagine getting Cameron mm. Munster hung over to come on your show with a phone in his face, lying on his bed, talking about how hungover he is and how well he did to dominate Origin then the two clicks you take on a guy spinning on a fucking tractor gets seen by six million. There's only 25 million in Australia. That got seen by six million. Yeah. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's, obviously, yeah. and the thing is sometimes you said, well, just in, for me personally, seeing Cameron Muster hung over talking about how he shat on New South Wales is a bit more appealing from some bloke spinning on a boogie board. But like, you know, you see how much it, the, the boogie board, like what, a thousand times probably more amount of views and likes and actually attention and that's just how it goes sometimes obviously mate you, you have a look at, at my reels over the last week I've cut up that much content from KTR from Bloke in a Bar I've gone and found old footage from the 1991 Grand Final the 2003 Grand Final the 1970 Grand Final with the South Sydney Rabbitohs and my highest viewed content this week was a story that I took a screenshot of from Nathan Cleary on the beach drunk <laughs> You know, yeah. that's it's just the way it goes, and mm. yeah, it's 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 the way it goes, and you you got to deal with the highs, you got to deal with the lows. That'll be a little bit disappointing because of the effort you put in, but you've just got to accept that no one fucking cares yeah. how much effort you've put in. It means nothing to anyone else, you know. Obviously, that just comes down to staying consistent, wouldn't it? Because oh, like, sure. you know, you've got to deal with the shit that you get sometimes. Yeah, and mate, it'll be in three years' time. You'll you'll have twenty thousand followers on your page, and people will go, oh. I should do that. And you'll sit there and go, are you fucking for real? You you should do that, should you? Like, you've been grinding away at this for three or four years and people go, oh, I might do that. Yeah, sure, yeah. okay. Go and work two full-time jobs, one that you're not getting paid for. And let me know yeah. how you go with doing that. Yeah, and that's like, like I said, I've just got, I got so much time and I, I just want to take advantage of that because I think that, you know, doing what you do and trying to, in terms of the social media and relating it to actual, you know, sports um, information, like it just gets, it's just a foot in the door and gets so much of a leg up in comparison to other people who could be going for the same position. Like, you know, just go, oh, look at this. I've got 20,000 followers. I've been doing this for six years. Like, look how much experience I have. And it's just something you can just chuck on your resume. And, you know, it's just like right there for something that you can just, you know, take and take advantage of. Oh, for sure. And, mate, and like, without sounding like, oh, 
know, in my day sort of thing. But like, mate, I, yeah. I've, I, I've got a brother who's, I, I think he's 18 months older than you. And he says to me, oh, I'm so busy. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. You don't know what, what busy is yet. And if someone would have said that to me when I was 16 or 17, I would have said, go fuck yourself. Like I've got school on, I've got this, I've got that. But look back in four years time and go, fuck, I had so much time when I was 16. And then when you're 24, you'll look back at when you were 20 and you'll go, God, uni was a piece of piss. I wish I could go back there sort of thing, you know? And then, mate, in, in four years' time, when I've got kids, I'll be looking back at when I was 28 going, why wasn't I doing this, 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 this? Why did I think I was doing a hate yeah. I wasn't? Yeah, it's going to take yeah. full advantage and you're in a very similar situation to what I was. You are, you're going to be able to live from home whilst you attend a uni that's close to you. Um, mm. you got to take advantage of it. you got to take full advantage of it and make the very best of what you can. And it's There's harder things to do than making a page, no doubt about it, but like it does take time and effort, but it's time and effort on something that you enjoy. It's time and effort on something that you can, you know, mate, I, I honestly, half of my posts, I a game finishes and I look in my group chat with the boys that I know understand rugby league and I look at what we're talking about and I take that content and I make it into a post. Yeah, you, print, yeah. You, like, you'd be the same as me. You'd be in you know five or six group chats with different boys. Some of them would be complete and utter lemons when it comes to rugby league, but you know the ones that know their footy, whatever you, they're yeah, talking yeah. about, you can go off that. Like I, I've got group conversations that I'm in that I know I would, if anything is said in that, I'm like, okay, steer clear of that. It's absolute dribble. But it's also good to know yeah. what those sort of guys are thinking because they're also part of your audience. Yeah, they're like the general public. Like they're all part of it. They're all part of it. And, you know, if, if I hear them say something that I think is, God, that's so fucking backwards, I'll ask them about it and say, why do you think that? Why, you know, I won't argue with them. I'll, I'll just genuinely want to know their interests. And it, it's amazing. Yeah, if, I, yeah. if I then go and post that thing that I think is completely fucking ridiculous, the amount of people that will have the same viewpoint because yeah, those people yeah, are out there, it. it's like, it's it's wild. Like, man, the amount of times in the last two days I've had people messaging me saying Penrith only won because they were lucky. It's like, fuck, what? How, how do you yeah. develop a team from under 15s for 10 years and get lucky? Yeah. It's... That was, yeah, it's just insane. Yeah, it's wild. But, mate, it's, yeah, if, if, if you're willing to put the time and the effort into it, it will be anything mm. in two or three years, I promise you. It'll cruise and... You'd uh, like you you'd 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 want to get in quickly because there's only more and more of these pages going up every day. There's more and more of them that are giving up, no doubt about it. But for every probably fifty that are made, there's one that's going to hit that's going to work out the best way to do it. Work out what's unique about them, and then have the drive to be able to do it. Random snats guys, one of them. Um, there'll be more yeah. and more coming, so you just got to try and get in early and then separate yourself from the rest of them. Yeah, and that's the thing because like. In terms of, well, in comparison to like basketball, like the NBA or the soccer or like the Champions League, the Prem, whatever it is, rugby league in comparison to those is such a niche, like sort of market. But like it's still got, you know, so much potential to tap into. Like, you know, the standard like Champions League game could get like a couple mil, you know, um, viewers just live. Wow. In comparison to like Sharks versus, you know, Cowboys, you know. It's just so much different, and regardless of that, it's just that market is right there. And since it's so niche, there's not like there's there's obviously still all these pages that are doing all those you know updates and that, but it's just so much so much less of a number in comparison to all those other sports and stuff. And you know, the opportunity is just like it's just there. So, you know, I just want to 
go and give it the best go I possibly could because, you know, the opportunity is just, it's literally there. Like, I wouldn't know. Yeah, oh, for sure. But And, mate, as much as it's a smaller audience, it's a loyal audience. Um, yeah. You know, you look at, um, let, let's use random stats guy again. I mean, if, if he then eventually moves into merchandise or something along those lines, he's got 10,000 followers. Let, let's say it stays at that. I think that'll double in the next six months. But let's say it stays at that as it is right now. You know, you take, if 10% of that are willing to spend their money on him, that's a thousand people. Yeah, to a fair chunk. Yeah, literally. Mate, if if half of them are willing to, you know, spend two hundred dollars a year on what he does, like you're looking at a at a decent little lump sum of money, and that's without it growing at all or improving. Like, the, the yeah, potential, and mate, that's you, the you only have to look at YKTR. They've got their their doozy club. Like it's sixty seventy dollars a month, I think. But mate, there's hundreds and thousands of people in those the, the, those things because they provide quality content that's unique. Um, they do have former players and stuff, but mate, like the, the amount of followers I get after I go on there, like you don't have to be a former player to be successful in this game. And there's so much evidence of that out there. You just have to have an opinion, back yourself in, have some idea what you're talking about and just be fair, essentially. Yeah. And like, I think apart from staying consistent, I think being unique is one of the things that I'm sort of interested in. Cause like what I was doing when I was, it was, it was a very, very small scale but previously I was just doing like just all the news from around the league it was like injury updates game results you know transfers whatever it is and you know I, I just wanted to sort of ask you how what do you think about that in terms of uniqueness and you know is it more difficult to successful when you're you know doing that those kind of you know that kind of content well like sh- kind of content. straight away like an example you just said there was injury updates I mean with, with all due respect, it doesn't matter how good you are at injury updates. I'm going to the physio before you. He already owns Yeah, the obviously, you know? yeah. It's one of those, and, and, um, yeah. you know, and I, I see all these pages. They're like, oh, you know, I've been grinding for six months. I go and look at their page. And it's like, you know what? Granted, for every single game, they've put up the score from every single game. But fuck, bro, I've got eyes. I can look at my phone. I can see on the TV. I'm not gaining yeah. anything from you telling me the score. Like, how many times in your life have you jumped on social media, you've seen a score in a game, and you've gone, oh, I didn't know that game was on, and I wouldn't have known what the score was if I didn't see this Instagram post. Yeah, like, you just literally check on that, on your phone, literally. Never. And if you don't happen to see it on their page, you'll see it on one of the other 60 pages that are posting the exact same thing. Mm. It's, why not... If Sharks beat the Warriors 16-12, instead of saying 16-12, tell me who was the best player, who stood out for you, who was the silent MVP... You know, you yeah, could find and, awkward stats from that. You could just, you know, like there's so much stuff you could do. I don't know if like fantasy sports interests you or not, whether it be Supercoach or NRL Fantasy or whatever it is, but, you know, that's another avenue. Like that, that's how my page started. Page started mm. because my mates were doing an NFL fantasy comp. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. I jumped on Twitter to see if I could find... I had to download Twitter to see if I could find someone on Twitter that was giving advice about NFL fantasy. I found a guy called the fantasy guru and I thought, fuck, why don't I do this for super coach? And yeah. within six months I had about 10,000 followers because yeah. no one else was doing it. Now, fuck, now you can throw a dart out the window and hit 50 super coach. Kids. Uh, and that's like that. I guess that comes down to you. It's like, obviously you've, and you've come to more of a look at, you've obviously changed your content from the super coach thing and that's obviously bringing you a level of success but like someone who's just starting off 
from like nothing. I, I think the, one of the main things before I, you know, start getting into it is finding, you know, that way to be unique. And like you said before, you know, just if you're posting just the scores, you don't just post that. And that's why, I don't know if you looked earlier, but I was doing sort of paragraphs, like sort of slight match summaries and, you know, little bits of information that obviously, you know, they were pretty insignificant, but they were, that was just my little attempt at trying to differentiate from just posting the scores. Yeah, and like I'm, 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 like I'm having a look at your page now, and like I'm reading through some of the stuff you got under there, and it's good. But it's the picture doesn't grab me. That's and that's the thing, and that's like, the that's thing that you, you you can write. That's your advantage. But you've got a Instagram is all about visuals. If it doesn't grab your attention, it's gone. There's a million other things they can look at. If it doesn't grab your attention, fuck it. It's not even necessary. You need to grab them with a headline, with a pun, with with, with something that grabs their attention that makes you want to look at that. Um, yeah. And, whether and that's, that's why I was so, that's why I was so like, you know, interested in the type of um, program that you use. Cause obviously I personally find your um, post like visually appealing and I wanted to sort of, you know, figure out how you did that. Because like you said, like it, regardless of what the writing is, you know, it, it could be the greatest thing in the world, but it doesn't matter if like the actual thing isn't, visually apparently people are just going to scroll past and give a shit for sure I'm looking at one that says it's got a picture of Dave Fafita it says league news Brisbane Broncos second row Fafita has been linked to a number of clubs for a potential move for the 2021 season mate if you just add in that first line as a quote on that picture it changes everything it grabs people's attention when I see a picture of David Fafita like that I straight away think oh this is this is a child putting a page together he's gone to Google Images and he's found the first thing and he's posted it you know Whereas if, yeah. if you add that little bit of artistic design, you come up with a logo for your, like for example, j- just having a look at, at your logo now, it's the it's the NRL symbol, yeah? Yeah, literally. I page. just cropped that up in like yeah. 30 seconds. It would have taken you four seconds. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. If you, you need to find a name that's fitting, um, you need to find an, an image that fits. I, I would pay 50, 60 bucks to get someone to design it. I, I did that. And I remember at the time thinking when I got my logo that I paid for, I remember thinking I paid 60 bucks for this, but it has been the best fucking branding of all time for me. It's been sensational. There's nothing special to it. It's just clean. It's easy, but it's just become, you know, like you sort of, you know that text and you know that sort of font when, when you see it. And I'm not a great example of it. You look at bloke in a bar, he, he could post that picture of David Fafita with a banner around it in that yellowish sort of maroon color yeah, and straight away yeah. you know that's bloke. Just before I called you, or before you called, I saw a thing about um, from bloke that was um, about Benji retiring and I saw the banner and I was like, all right, sweet. That's who, we, that's who we posted. Like I didn't even have to look at the username. I didn't even have to look at the caption. Like I just knew that was him. Yeah, you did. And, and quite often, mate, Denim will post stuff with nothing more than a banner about it, but then you got to go and read the text. But because you know it's bloke, you know that he's reputable, you know that he's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. he's been doing this for a long time, you will go to the effort to read that text because you've seen the banner and you know what that represents to you. That is the million memes that you've seen. That's the million posts that you've seen that are informative. That's the fact that something breaks in rugby league and Denim has posted something within two and a half minutes. That's it. And all of that stuff... It all goes into that first three seconds when you see it and you'll actually read the caption, which 99 times out of 100, you won't read the caption. 
Yeah, it's just about grabbing the attention. Yeah, mate, mate, the amount of times I post something and I say in the caption, like I comment something and then people say, oh, oh like, like, fuck, I'm trying to think of an example, but like if I say, the, the, the other day I compared someone to a young GI, I think it was Stephen Crichton, and I said something in the caption, like not saying he is Greg Inglis, but he reminds me of Greg Inglis when he played in 2006 when he first came onto the scene and he was skinny as fuck. And people would say to me, the first comment would be, GI, yeah. are you kidding? 2014, he trampled over everyone I've never seen. And I'm like, fuck. Like, people don't Just read, read the caption. caption. People, it's yeah. very rare that people read the caption unless your page becomes known for needing to read the information, which is why I've sort of always gone down the avenue of, which if I, if I was telling you what to do, which I'm not, it's completely up to you what you want to do with your page, but I would tend to put your information into the actual photo and what I would do. But that's, you know, you, you're a better writer than me though. So you, I'm highly confident you're a better writer than me. So you can probably put it in the caption and get away with it. But I know myself that I want to grab all the attention I possibly can as on the actual image. And you might move out of Instagram. It might be Facebook for you, which is a completely different ball game. If I was you, you know, obviously it's not written, but I'd find a way to get into um, TikTok realistically because I think that's going to be hopefully Instagram can counter them with their reels and stuff but I mean I'm probably better off asking you do all of your mates have Instagram? Yeah, yeah. And, but, but the same thing is they also all have TikTok Yeah Do we need, how, how many of them yeah. have Facebook? Barely no, not, no. not many of them Yeah exactly See, all of my mates we all have Facebook some of them have Instagram none of them have TikTok it's a I think it's a generational thing It's a generational thing yep and Mate, you blokes, you'll be so used to TikTok and, and Snapchat, and then when you're my age, the teenagers will be on something you've never fucking heard of, you're never going to understand be yeah. the new avenue. But your audience will always be on TikTok and Instagram. You know, like you, yeah. you and me will always have an audience on Instagram, but there's always going to be that next thing. Like, I think Facebook is probably a decade away from almost dying out. Like, I think it's already starting yeah, to die going out. going down. Yeah. Once, and I, yeah. Once the next platform of Instagram, whatever it is, works out a way to have like groups, like what Facebook has, like a, like I still, my my Oz tag team, we still have a Facebook group where we we communicate who's playing each week and not, and that's the main thing I use Facebook for nowadays, realistically. Yeah. So the next platform to have something like that that is as functional as Facebook, uh, it'll be game over. Yeah, and I think in terms of specifically TikTok and Instagram. I think um, TikTok is more, it's obviously more video content based, whereas Instagram is more uh, writing and, you know, pictures. And I think, well, at least comparatively, and I think personally, like I'm hopeless at, you know, editing and all that sort of stuff. You're hopeless at editing now. That's the thing, like, You've got you, you've got a phone, yeah. you've got YouTube, and you've got time. You can be good at editing whenever you want to be good at editing. And like like I was going to say, you know, right now I'm hopeless at editing it. But of course, you know, it, TikTok is just such a grow, growing platform, and there's just like I follow about I think at least off the top of my head, I'd be about 35 like NRL edits that just do like that put a song behind. An intercept try, like there was about someone like about an hour ago of Stephen Crichton catching the ball with Cody Walker, and then it flipped to the um, it was the Maroon you know, intercept try on this on, on the same ground, and yeah. like they had like what 10, 20, 30,000 likes, and just any of those can just pop instantly. But it changes 
in that, it literally in that instant, it changes. As I said, I had, fuck, I, I had Brian Toto share something yesterday and it, cha- it changed the whole grand final week for me. It just, all of my posts started blowing up, being shared by Penrith Pans left, right and centre because their guy shared something. And it wasn't because, like the post wasn't even about Brian Toto. It was about Stephen Crichton, but it was, it was meaningful content. It wasn't a fucking score line. It was actually something meaningful that players could relate to and players would understand that not many fans would see. And, mate, I, I, I take so many shots like that and I miss on a heap of them. Miss on an absolute yeah. heap of them, yeah? I, mate, mind the Melbourne Storm had lifted up the trophy four weeks ago. I missed by a country mile. It was not even funny. You just load up with more and more content after that and it's it's buried. You know? it's yeah, dark. and like, like you were saying, I saw on your story like how you said, um, to my knowledge, you said like, "Oh, Penrith." I don't know if they'll be able to back it up next year. You said that in like you said that a year ago. Yep. And you know, obviously they won the premiership, and that just I guess sometimes you know, as you said, literally, you just miss with some of your predictions sometimes, and that's just like you know that just happens. Yeah, man. And and I, like I, I I could rattle you off the ten usernames that when I get something wrong, I know I'm gonna get a message from them yeah I, like i know who they're gonna be and you've got to do nothing but feel sorry for those people you know that's just if you're at that point in your life so be it you know like oh, i'm happy to wear it but you've got a it's the hardest sport in the world to predict yeah. like it is the hardest fucking sport in the world to predict you have a look like you take out teams that either had bellamy or smith in it and there's been a different premiers every single fucking year Last 20 years, essentially. Like, it is... People act like it's an easy sport to predict. It's not. It's really difficult. But if it was an easy sport to predict, people wouldn't have the same interest in it. And there'd be less of an audience. And yes, everyone would be able to do it. I mean, fuck. Like, from the little I see of it, if I could have a Super 15 or whatever the hell that competition is called now in the rugby union, if I could have a page on that, my God, it would be piss easy. Yeah. Like, piss fucking easy. And that's just... So just uh, it just all it just all comes back to uniqueness, literally. Yeah. Like you know, that's just another that fifteen aside. I'm not too um, like well versed in rugby union, but just that's just a whole other market to just tap into. Oh, for sure. And like, nor am I. But every time I look at it, it's the same three teams playing in that grand final. They're all from New Zealand, occasionally a South African team. Yeah. Like, whereas you look at the NRL, granted, we've had the Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters, they've been really dominant because they've had two of the best players ever. But, mate, who on earth would have predicted this year that not only would Penrith win the comp, but that Melbourne wouldn't be in the grand final? Yeah, that's it. It's And, you know, people would say, I knew it was going to happen. That's fine. The vast majority didn't, and most of those people would be lying anyway. Um, but that's yeah. You're always going to have people that are going to want to let you know when you got it wrong, and you you've just got to cop it when you do get it wrong. But that's the sort of yeah. stuff that will separate you when you are willing to put your ass out there and actually make a prediction instead of just giving a score line, giving a stat. Say, oh, I think this is going to happen. If it does happen, good, great. If it doesn't, take your licks. Let everyone get stuck into you. The more people are getting stuck into you, the more they're commenting on your things. The more people yeah, are seeing your stuff. The closer yeah. you are. And, mate, the vast majority of people, and this is the unfortunate thing with these pages, the people that want to give you shit, they will always comment. Yeah. People that understand that you're providing content for them 24-7 and it takes time and effort, they tend to be the smarter people that probably won't go to the effort of starting a fight with a stranger on the internet. It will be the yeah. people that will support you when you go into a website or merchandise or whatever it might be 
just mm. they're, they're, there's always a really loud minority that will seemingly yeah. dominate, but it's not really the reality of it. Yeah, and yeah, I think that just well, obviously, I, I wouldn't know, but I'd, I'd imagine that you know, with experience, that's just water off a duck's back. Like you just learn to, you know, that's the reality. You know, who really cares? You know, that's just what's going to happen for sure. I and imagine. mate, I'll tell you, if if you want to find out who your real mates are, start a page like this and see what they say. Mm. Yeah, and like when I was doing it originally, like occasionally they'd be like, "What are you doing?" Like, you know, what's this? But you know, I just sort of. I'm a lot more passionate about it than I was then. So, like, I, I wouldn't really care if someone, you know, came to me and said, you know, what is this? You know, because it's just something that I can, I'm at a point where I can, like, just take advantage of, you know, what I've got in front of me. And, you know, it's just something that I want to start getting into, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, mate. And you'll, yeah. I promise you, you'll, you'll do well at it. And those people that were giving you shit, they will disappear incredibly quickly and they'll be positive as all hell, they'll be telling their mates that they're friends with whatever the hell your page is. It all changes very quickly when you're successful. Yeah. That's it, literally. Yeah. It, and it sounds silly, it sounds childish, but it's spot on, mate. I've, I've, I've lived the fucking thing, you know? Yeah. And I, I guess another thing was, like, just moving on from that, how how did you, like, come up with your name? Because, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously a catchy name. It sticks in your head. So how did you, like, you know, come up with that? As I said to you before, honestly, I needed help with a Twitter fantasy team that I suck, uh, an a- NFL fantasy team that I sucked at. I saw Fantasy yeah. Guru and I and I thought exactly what you just said. Oh, that's catchy. I went to social media. And I thought, do we have this for Supercoach? And couldn't find it anywhere. And I couldn't not not only couldn't find Guru, but couldn't find anything. You know, you have a look now. I mean, we then had the Whisperer. We had. Um, the scout, you know, there's been a heap of these NRL pages, the coach, the, you know, all, all this sort of shit, shit that's come up. Um, and I just couldn't find it. And I thought, you know what, that's, that's going to be it. That all, that's catchy. Um, it's funny. I had, when I spoke to, um, I had, uh, Mark Boris on the podcast last year. Do you know who, who Mark is? I've heard him before, yeah. yeah. So, so, so Mark is like a fucking marketing fucking genius. He, um, yeah. If you, ha- if you have a look back to the early 2000s, the New South Wales Blues, they were sponsored by a company called Wizard. Um, yeah. And that was his brand. So he was on the front of that. And um, I actually went to school with one of his sons. Didn't really know Mark at all, but got him on the podcast. He's all, he's also on the board for the Roosters. So he's, he's a very passionate rugby league man. He came on the podcast mm-hmm. and after it, we were talking and, uh, he sort of said, oh, I really like the name Guru. And he sort of went, why did you name it? And I obviously didn't tell him that story because I was like, that sounds fucking stupid. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I sort of just, I don't know, I just came up with it. He's like, I really, he's like, it reminds me of Wizard because it's got that, Wizard's got the zzz in the middle. It's a hard sound. Guru, it's the same. And that's what makes it really special. And I'd never even considered, thought about it in any realm at all, but you know, to someone like him, he said the same thing. He's like, it's catchy. It's got that sound in the middle that really makes it stick. It's got a hard sound at the sounds at the start too. Like, and it's, you know, Oh, I still, and I'm no marketing genius. Mark would know better than me. He liked the name, but I still think that whatever you named it, you could turn it into something. Really do. Like look at NRL roast, like to get the name to, for someone to be nicknamed roasty, that just makes no sense whatsoever. But when, you know, I, I call him Roasty. Whenever I hear Roasty, I know exactly who he's talking about straight away. YKTR, it's four letters thrown together. And, 
No no matter what brand you are, no matter what you are, if you try and throw together four letters, nothing sounds good as just four letters until it's known and it's out there. Yeah, yeah. If I would have said to you 10 years ago, I'm a huge fan of YKTR, you would have gone, what the fuck? What is that? (laughs) It doesn't mean anything until it's got meaning behind it. And I think that's a pretty, you know, it's pretty interesting um, perspective on like a name, like the, the, you know, intense sounding, you know, and letters and whatever it is it's just you know it you can just it sticks in your head because of how you know upfront and it just it just sounds like it uh, you know Mate, you, you, like you look at Denon's beer and then you compare it to other beers you know VB Carlton Tui's new like they're all names Denon's is bloke in a bar it's four yeah. words that should be a sentence not the name of something individual but the branding behind it you know, people just call it a bloke now. Imagine calling a beer a bloke. Imagine if I would have said six years ago to you, hey, pass me a bloke. Just makes no sense. There's no there's no history behind that word that links it directly to passing you a beer. It's not like a, a Britney Spears or one of those sort of things. There's no relevance to it whatsoever, but it's his branding that has made the difference there. So you're saying that in, in some sense, the branding behind some sort of, you know, whatever it is, whatever it's an account or a business, whatever it is, the branding behind it is sometimes more important than the name itself. That's what I believe, but I'm not a branding expert at all. Yeah. That's just from my experience and from when I look at some of the, and maybe that's on me. Maybe I don't understand some of the branding that I've done myself. That is more than possible, more yeah. than possible that that has occurred. But I, I think no matter what name you come up with and you know it doesn't you know like there, there's if I have a look around social media there's a heap of like NRL gurus there's another super coach guru now and it's all good and well what you do with that name yeah. and that's what I get people messing me all the time oh this guy his name's guru and I'm like I, I don't give a fuck whatever like uh, you, you, I know that that guy isn't going to do what I've done yeah. and yeah I think like one of the main things in terms of getting started is going to come up with the name because you know in your case you know, there's a million gurus, but when you hear the word guru and you're relating it to rugby league or the NRL or whatever it is, like, you know, you're just instantly, oh yeah, cool, rugby league guru. And mate, you know, I, it just I, comes back to that. I honestly, I, every three to four weeks, I think to myself, why don't I just drop rugby league? Why don't I keep guru? But then I get worried that it is hard to make that connection because I probably don't trust in the brand that I've built entirely. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, mm, I so yeah. like I, yeah, I would love to drop rugby league off it, but then I'm worried that a new audience won't be able to make that connection. But, you know, I, I probably should now, you know, like, like I, no one calls him the NRL roast. It's Which roast. Is. It's roasty. You know? Yeah. Um, and you even look at like, um, um, Clarky, like no one calls him Clarky's rugby league column. It's Clarky, you know? Mm, yeah. And I'm also, I'm like a big follower of him as well. Like it's just, in my opinion, the three main, you know, NRL um, pages that are that are sort of separated from the big, you know, conglomerates of like Fox and Nine, they'd be working in a bar, they'd be you, they'd be Clarkies, um, probably the NRL roast, and like you said, random stats guys coming in, you know, he's been, you know, like you said, he was like at what, zero followers at the start of things, but now it's just 10 grand, so, you know, and mate, straight away, the one that stands out for me is random stats guy. It doesn't say rugby league. It doesn't say NRL. There's nothing in there that could that could be finance. Yeah, that's the thing. It's what he's done with it. Know. Yeah, yeah. Like when you hear random stats guy, you don't think, "Oh, cool basketball." Yeah, just, and cause... and then even if you open his profile and you look at his profile picture, I think it's just a silhouette of him. 
Yeah, and like a question mark. Yeah. That's... And that, that just comes down to like what you do with your brand in comparison to what your name is. Yeah, it's the story you build behind it. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's why I'm, you know, so sort of sort of interested in how that all works because, you know, having, in having this conversation, I've realized that it's more about, you know, um, how you conduct yourself and what you do with, you know, what you have in terms of making a catchy name. And obviously that is a part of it, but it also comes down to like what you do with it, obviously. Yeah. And it's, it's the community that you build around. And my dad, that, that's something that I'm that I wish I was better at is building a community. Like you look at Waikato, you you look at Bloke, the way that they build a community. Like I have done it to some extent, but I don't have that loyal sort of following that those guys do. And it's something that I've never understood how they manage to do it. You know, but I think part of it comes down to that. You know, everyone looks at Waikato and like the, those four letters. Yeah, they're closed, but. You know, to me, I also think back to the to you know four years ago watching Isaac doing those vlogs out of his fucking car that was an absolute shitstorm with yeah. t-shirts piled up in the background, and you know, like him him walking into his office, which was a room, and him acting like that was a fucking palace. And then last week, I walked into his actual office, which is a palace. It's yeah. unreal, and you know, you look back at those moments and sort of like you understand the narrative behind that and you know I, I've got like some of my more loyal ones that always mention me go oh I remember when it was Super Coach Guru do you remember when you posted this and I'm like no of course I fucking don't but you do you know, yeah like I, 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 until people br- bring it up that it used to be Super Coach Guru like I I forget myself sometimes yeah I just that, that, that will come down to you like just constantly you know making new content and doing new things doing different things you know it just you just forget about it. Yeah, and it's you know, and 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 for you starting now, you got to set your you, you got to find your unique thing. You got to set your structure. You got to set a goal of how many times you're going to post a day, whether it's one, two, three, ten, fifteen, whatever the hell it might be. Fifteen might sound ridiculous, but it's not impossible. You've got to decide <clears throat> what you want it to do. If it's two, that's fine, but nail your two. Make it two yeah. things that you as a fan would genuinely want to read, not two things that you hope people will stick and you think, oh, I've put effort into this so people will appreciate it because they won't. It has to be things that they will genuinely be interested in. And, you know, I think with the, with the Bazaar program, you know, that's going to help, you know, Donna, that attention that, you know, I'm, I'm sort of striving for because you've already said it's, it's about, you know, catching the eye and getting someone to actually give a shit about what you've actually posted. And, mate, I, I guarantee when you... Like you, you will then once you start to get used to Bazaar, you'll jump on social media and you'll see so many big pages. That you'll go, oh, hold on, I know exactly how to do that. I actually know how they made that. You'll start to. I see it all the time now. I see it all the time, and especially guys like the Rubdown and the Whisperer that they've said, "Oh, what do you use?" And I say, "I use this here. This is how I do it." Blah blah blah. I can look at their posts and I can see it. And like they're unreal. They're great, and and they're not copying me in any way, shape, or form. They've got their own little spin on it. But I can look at it and go, oh, I know exactly how they did that. They did this, 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 because you just get so used to it. And then quite often, you know, um, the Whisperer or the Rubdown, they'll put out something and I'm like, fuck, that's mad. And I, I I will borrow or take whatever the hell you want to call it, that idea. And those things that I think we get too wrapped up in, people are like, oh, I designed this, so it's my design. It's like, no, it's not. Like, you, you got it yeah. from somewhere else originally. Who, who cares? Like, who, who cares whose designs look this way, look that way sort of thing? Like... Probably the one unique thing I've done with my page, and I've always done it, is that I always have that black banner down the bottom. 
Yeah, yeah. And that's sort and, of my yeah. way of saying that this is a guru post. Yeah, because, you know, your your page is very, in comparison to some other ones, like literally bloke in a bar, um, you know, he's not, it's just the, the, the yellows, the oranges, they're just recognizable. You know it's him, but yours has very mute colors. And yeah. that's not that that's um, not visually uh, appealing in comparison to bloke or Clarkies. Clarkies use like a lot of blue and white, but it just differentiates and you know instantly without looking at the profile, whatever it is, you know it's just an arrow roast or bloke in a bar or whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. And I, I you know, I, I use that black banner, but everything I, everything else I do is a little bit all over the place. I just sort of come up with the design on the spot, whereas yeah. like uh, like blokes obviously greater i think yktr and roasty are sensational at it too like you will notice that roasty and like i haven't spoken to him about this in any way shape or form but i've noticed that over the last few months he's sort of changed his designs to being sort of like a black and yellow design and straight you know he's been doing it for three or four weeks and straight away whenever i see that black and yellow text i know straight away oh that's what roasty's doing now yeah that's it um literally yeah, and mate, like, like like YKTR used to do a lot of like that orange and black, and mate, mm. I, you know, I, I said to Isaac, I really like that. He's like, yeah, I'm using it, man. Like, go for it. And mm. I, I use I use that orange sort of that, that bright orange sort of text over a, a black background all the time. That stands out because the colors are so like, you know, they they what's what's the word? They're so well, I, I, basically they're just so different. Yeah. That they just stand out like orange stands out on black and that again literally that ties into catching the eye yeah for sure and mate you have a look at all these pages there's so many like like but whenever I, I was doing super coach stuff I always use like a fluoro green color because people associate that with super coach straight away it's that yeah. green sort of color mate there's so many colors that are used in the rugby league community like mate I, I look at the Melbourne Storm they're fucking purple how many NRL pages use purple yeah and yeah. then, then again, you just know that's them because, like, what, them. Who, who the hell else uses purple? Yep. And that could be the same for an NRL page. If you went all purple, you know, people wouldn't associate you with the Melbourne Storm, but it, 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 that color would 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 separate you instantly. The same as what Dennett made. Dennett's gone for the most boring fucking color in the world. If if <laughs> if you would have shown me that color three years ago and said this is how you become successful, I would have said no. That's fucking stupid. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And I sort of know for a fact as well, Denon also saw it and sort of went, oh, I don't know. The marketing team work. that he used was like, no, nah, no, nah, just just trust us on this. And it's become... Does he, it's, does he have a marketing team for Blacking Bar? Yeah, well, without... Yeah, yes. He, 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 he paid to have a marketing team come in and show him how they think it should be done. And that is, that's as oh, far right. as the font goes. That's as far as those banners go and the three or four colors that he uses. You'll notice it's like there's a brown, a yellow, a purple, and a red, and that's it. So he doesn't specifically have one like on site as a part of his business. He just got an independent one to come in yeah, and help I, him I, out. I, I think point. he got someone independent to come in and help him do it and pick yeah, how yeah, it was yeah. going to be done. And I, I think he sort of just handed the keys to them. And that's when, um, you know, you, you might be a bit young to remember, but two or three years ago, his his beer design looked completely different. Um, yeah. And going back to it, he was on a podcast with Mark Burris, the guy I mentioned before two or three years ago, and he gave him a bottle of bloke in a bar and he looked at it and he said, you need to change this. This is shit. If you talk to Denon about it, he had built this beer. It was his entire life and it rattled the living shit out of him. 
yeah. and Mark just said, you need to simplify this. And then he came up yeah, with, with the new design and then Mark saw it and said, yeah, this is what I was talking about. Because obviously his beer specifically, it's huge. Like every so often he'll put up updates. You flick through it. It's in every fucking pub in Australia. Yeah. And it's a brown box with yellow writing saying bloke. It's, yeah. it's so simple, but it's effective. It's genius. It's just, it just catches the eye again. And that's all it's about, like getting attention. Yeah. And it's, and it does. And it, it's the most catchy picture, but when you see bloke, you associate that with doing goosies. You associate that with Den and yelling and screaming, doing stupid shit. You associate that with the interview that you saw with Latrell Mitchell, with Cody Walker, with Nathan Cleary. You associate that with all the memes. You associate that with all the free cartons of beer he's given out, with all the T-shirts you see at the games, with all the Instagram stories. Like, There's just so much that goes into it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, after before I even think about putting up any posts, I'm going to have to figure out, you know, I'll go and, you know, what my, what colors are I'm going to use and how to stick out um, in comparison to other people and how to just get that attention, get people to actually read what I've put up. Yeah, for sure. And you've, the beauty of it, mate, is that you've got probably, what is it now, uh, in October, you, you've got about three months until people's NRL interest will genuinely spike again. If I was launching a page, I'd probably launch it around January when pages are starting to get more interested in it. But you want to have your designs, you want to have everything set, ready to go straight away so that you know so what, what it's going you, to look like. What would you think about you know, like just getting all of that ready now, figuring that all out, like starting the account, but actually then posting you know, in, in about January, like you said? Would that be a good idea? Yeah, yeah um, I, I, I think so. I mean, mate, you, you can start posting now if you want. Like, you, you, you will still get a following at this time of the year, but you will have the, like, if I could show you a picture of my podcast numbers and you can literally see on the numbers where the season starts, it peaks, it drops off, not drops off badly, but it drops off a little bit, then Origin comes around, it yeah. peaks up again, it drops off, then final start, it peaks, and then grand final week comes and it fucking shoots through the Huge. roof. And then it stays up there for about two weeks and then it slowly starts to even back down into December where there's your real diehard fans, which I'm one of those, I'm, I'm sure you are as well, uh, that, that would actually be following along with any updates that are going on as small as they are. Fucking this reserve grader signs with this team, this guy has a bag on him, like the most stupid shit that is irrelevant. But people will yeah. follow along for that stuff. And then you get to January, you start... Viewing teams, as I said, if fantasy sports are something you're interested in, you start looking at that sort of stuff. There's so much to do in that time. There's preseason reports. This guy's, you know, training the house down. This guy's doing this and that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would say to you, and it sounds stupid, but I would spend a month making your designs, <clears> trying a heap of stuff. Make make twenty different sort of base designs. Send it to your mates and go. Which one would you pick out of these? And see what they yeah. say. I'm going to like look into that. I'm going to spend a decent amount of time, you know, preparing a logo, preparing designs, whatever it might be, getting some experience in, you know, all these programs because like when it gets down to it, like what have we been talking about? We've been talking about, talking about bloke in a bar is literally sim- the simplicity of his designs, but they get so much attention yeah. and how important that is um, to, you know, making a, some sort of successful, whatever you're trying to do, business you know page whatever it is and I think you know the thing that I last time I did I 
made it like 40 seconds on my bed at like two o'clock in the morning. But if I think if I put some genuine effort, maybe spend a little bit of money, I can actually make something that looks decent and isn't just some shit that I made on some free app. For sure. And I would, I would take that page you've got, you've got 80 followers there. I would delete everything on it. That's mm. that, that, that page is sitting in 80, 80 people's following list. They've forgotten about it. They've forgotten it exists. Change the name, change the entire look of it. Work out how you're going to yeah. design, how you're going to approach it, what your week to week are going to be, how many you're going to do a day. Get your um, what's the word? Not your canvases. Get your um, get your templates ready, um, so you're ready to dive into the season. And mate, if, if, every day jump on jump on Bazaar, pick a player, and make a design about them. Design mm. with a paragraph next to them, and you'll start to see that how how quickly you improve. And you know, then you can fuck around with backgrounds and shadows and layering. Like there's there's a heap that you'll learn really quickly that after doing it for three weeks, you'll look back and go, fuck, what was I worried about? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think just from right now, like speaking from my ideas right now, I, I feel like doing something sort of, you know, that has league updates, transfers, you know, like literally everything going on around the league. Like, what, what do you think that would be a good idea to sort of provide, you know, whatever information is going on, just put that into a, you know, account and sort of instead of focusing in on one thing, just focusing on everything. Like, would that be a good or a bad idea? Uh, depends how you want to do it, mate. I, you know, I don't, I don't post about everything. I, yeah. I, I, the, the, this, for, for me personally, there's too much going on to focus on everything, but I would focus on the important things and the important yeah. things. I wouldn't just say this has happened. Um, for example, Benji's retired. So, yeah. you know, you, you, you look around your Instagram, I guarantee you, if you look hard enough, you'll find 30 posts that say Benji retires Whereas if you were to put up a post about what Benji means to you, the way that he's influenced, the peaks of his careers, the lowlights of his careers, should he be an immortal, these sort of things, they that's what'll really grab attention. I mean, if if ten blokes came up to you and said, Benji's retired, Benji's retired, Benji's retired, and then the tenth bloke said, Do you think Benji should be an immortal? Which one are you more likely to have a conversation with? Yeah, and so, so what you're saying is like it's more about uh, focusing more in on producing good quality, you know, content that different from other people, but at the same time, like informing people what's going on. Like you can, you can provide, you know, the team sheets, the whatever the transfers, but you know, you have to expand on that at the same time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, example, instead of posting Luke Curie's done an ACL, you could say Luke Curie's done an ACL. This opens the door for, Lachlan yeah. Lamb, um, he plays like this. This opens the door for Drew Hutchinson. He's a left foot kicking game. This opens the door for Sam Walker. Whilst he's young, we've seen his ability. I think this is how it will play out. Whether you're right or wrong, who gives a fuck? You've you've made you've got mm-hmm. people interested in that topic a little bit deeper than Sam Walker did. Uh, than 
Luke Keery did his ACL because people don't care whether Luke Keery did his ACL. They care about what's going to happen off the back of that. And even more so, they don't care that you're telling them Luke Keery's done his ACL because they've already heard it from the physio. They've already heard the commentators say that. It's yeah. not a, that's not a revelation to them, but it's what impact that's going to have moving forward on the Roosters, on the NRL, on the New South Wales Blues team. You know, that's another layer. Oh, this opens the door for Jerome Luai to potentially make his origin debut this year. Yeah, so it's so reporting on like everything going on around me, that's fine. But you've got to, you know, it's more about what you include in terms of information. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. But, but, but once again, mate, it comes back to how you want to do it. Like just because yeah. that's how I do it, that, that doesn't mean it's right. That's just how I do it. If, if, if you were talking to Clarky right now, he'd say report on absolutely everything because that's what he does and it works for him. Personally, yeah. I, I would rather go into a little bit more detail about the things that matter more and look at the impact that that has on it. Like I look at, you know, and quite often, like I, I, I do a, you know, a 24-hour news on my podcast where I go through Clarky's page because he uploads every little bit of information and I, and I go through it and I pick and choose what is relevant and what's irrelevant in my opinion. And I talk about what's relevant and I say, oh, Aaron Wood's signing with the Dragons. And then I'll talk for two or three minutes about who, who who are the winners, who are the losers, what does that mean for Cronulla, what does that mean for the Dragons, is Aaron Wood's a good fit, is it good value, how many more years does he have, there's so many more things can come off that storyline of Wood's going to the Dragons. And if I scroll through yeah. Instagram, I'll see 40 pages that say Aaron Wood's to the Dragons, but I won't see many pages saying how that impacts the Dragons, who are the winners and losers. And so, so you would... So, like, if you just scoff Instagram, you see a story and then you write something else on that. Like, is that something that you do consistently? Or because, like, in terms of reporting on things that other people have already reported on, like, is that something that matters to you? Not really, to be honest with you. Not really. I had, um, like, the other day when Sturlow announced that he was stepping down from Channel 9, I I was doing a podcast at the time. So I, I missed the first two hours of that. And I jumped on Instagram yeah. and everyone had posted about it. It was all an hour and a half old. And I think a lot of pages would have seen that and gone, oh, fuck, I need to put something out. I need to put something out. It's like, why? Like, why, why do you need to? You know, if you're not going to if you're not gonna add value to your audience, why, like, mate, if if I saw that two hours later and, you know, I had a story about Sterlo or I had a special moment with Sterlo or I had a viewpoint that no one else had brought up, Everyone was saying the same thing. He's the king of colour. He's he's the best commentator we've had since Ray Warren. He's this, he's that. Oh, the footy show was so funny. Like, every, everything that needed to be said about Sturlow had already been said. So I didn't see a need for me to dive into that. And I had a few people messaging me going, oh, did you know that Sturlow... And I was like, yeah, like, did you? And they're like, yeah, yeah, but we didn't see you say anything. And I was like, yeah, but what, what like, oh, I'd rather put my efforts into things that I can maybe give a different perspective of and rather than just doing what everyone else is doing at the same time and once again mate if you if you think that it would advantage you to report on every single thing go for it yeah that's that that's just not the way that i do it but that doesn't mean it's right like you you, yeah. you look at clarky i think he's i don't know he's got uh 90 100 thousand followers or something like that and that, that's because he does report on every single little thing you know yeah so where do you draw the line between oh, this is a good story i'm going to report on this or this is shit. What's the point? Like, where do you draw that line? Honestly, if I brought it up at the pub with my mates, would we get through a beer on it? Yeah, yeah. Would you and your mates sit there and talk about it for more than five minutes? If not, fuck it. 
that's actually interesting in comparison to, you know, oh, cool, that's that's sort of cool, and then just scroll past. Yeah, I, you know, if you say, oh, blah, blah, sign with them, and they go, oh, that's interesting, you know. But if the conversation ends there, there's not much to dive into. Sean Johnson, going back to the Warriors, you know that's going to be a conversation. That's huge, yeah. That's massive. You, yeah. you, you know there's a lot of layers to unfold there. Um, and there might be other ones that are like, like a Matt Dufty joining the Bulldogs. Like, you know what? That doesn't really move the needle for me in a massive way. But it, like Matt Dufty is a guy that can only play fullback. What does that mean for Jake Avarillo? How does that impact Matt Burton? How does, you know, there, there's, there's a lot more that comes. There, there's a ripple effect to Matt Burton joining the Bulldogs. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Matt, Matt Burton wasn't wanted by the Dragons, who sucked this year. Interesting <clears> that the Canterbury Bulldogs have gone after him, a team that also went poorly. He was probably the Dragons' best player, but they decided they didn't want anything to do with him. Like, there's there's a storyline in that. Yeah. The it's, things you see that have a storyline, they have more potential uh, to be reported on in comparison to things that are just like, oh, cool. Okay. Like, you know, there's just very, like I said, the things that don't have much, I guess, substance or, you know, anything to report further on. But that's the way that I view it, yeah? That doesn't mean yeah. that it's right. That's just the way that I do it. And you might find yeah. that the audience you gather wants every single detail that you can provide. I, you know, I and 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 I think this is something that Clarkie's done, where his page is all about just putting the news out there. It's quite often, if you follow his page, it's when he probably gets ridiculed the most when he puts his opinion out there. Yeah. And that's something that you've got to you've either got to be prepared that if you're going to put your opinion out there, and the same thing happens to me. I cop ship left, right, and center all the time, but. If you're going to put your opinion out there, you've got to be ready that people are going to ridicule you for it. It's the internet. That's what's going to happen. Do we want it yeah. to happen like that? No, but we don't live in a fucking Walt Disney film. It's the way it's going yeah. to be. It's always going to be. The internet is going to be the same when you're my age, when your kids are your age. It's yeah. always going and to be a place that people can hide behind a screen and be tough. Yeah. And I think, how would it, in terms of like, look, right now, I see reporting everything that goes on in the league but at the same time doing my best to, you know, provide every single bit of inf- interesting bit of information that I can that gives the story some sort of substance. I see that as a sort of an avenue that I could go down and hopefully, you know, have some sort of level of success. How do I differentiate that from someone like Clarky who, you know, he reports on everything in the league as well. Like how do I, you know, um, do my own independent thing from that? Monday, it's about finding your own vibe. I mean, it, it really is. It's about finding your own little avenue. You want to, you know, if if you can write, I would imagine that the thing that, that you need to nail down is telling a big story in one paragraph. That's yeah. something that I've got better at. That was something that I did in the when I first had my page. I would write these fucking novels. The text would be so small because I was trying to fit them onto one post that I would look like, people couldn't read what I was saying and as I've got better at it I've been able to write more and less if you know what I mean just choosing the purposeful stuff that's going to matter and you know if you're a good writer that's something that I would be targeting if I was you which is weird because you know you brought up in school how long does the essay have to be two pages you know you're always set on how big it has to be social media is quite often about how small it is and just how it grabs your attention that mate that's why that's why your generation loves TikToks. They've got an attention span of fucking 15 seconds. They can just flick through so much content in a span of like 30 seconds. Yeah, mate. And it's, you know, it's the same. Like, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher. I'm only, you know, 10 years older than you, 12, 13 years older than you. 
Mate, well, I, I, struck, I, I can't read a whole fucking book. I can't do it. My attention span yeah. is shot, and it's going to be even worse in 10 years' time. It's going to be worse in five years' time. Yeah. And I, you know, that just, you know, again, it comes down to catching attention. Like, what what can I do to, you know, go out and write something that people are actually going to give a shit about? For sure. And, mate, you should, you know, I, you know, I, I've been more, more than happy to help you, but you should have this same conversation. Try and have this conversation with Roasty. Try and have this conversation with yeah. Clarky. So, you know, see if Denon will give you half an hour to talk to him. See if you can, fucking Isaac puts a thing out um, every few weeks about people that want to jump on his podcast. Mate, if you said to Isaac, hey, can I have 30 minutes with you? And you got him on, don't even tell him it's a podcast. Just tell him, hey, I I just want some guidance, mate. Isaac would fucking eat that shit up because people love people that want to be better. Yeah, and what, what account does he run? What account does Isaac run? Um, YKTR, um, Isaac John. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, right. He, he, like he, he does a thing where he has people on his podcast. I mean, that, that, that's how I've built a relationship with him. Fucking a year ago, I sent him an email saying, hey, can I have you on my podcast? And he was like, yeah, man, sure, let's go. And you know, Well, like, I think uh, I've definitely... Uh, you, what, no, what no, I, you go, you go. You know, that's why I was pretty, you know, I was pretty keen on reaching out to you because, like, it's... You know the, the the sort of idea of reaching out to someone who knows what they're doing, and in order to you know receive the advice and help that I'm getting now, like it's just so I'm, I'm pretty thankful for that. Like, and another another thing, you know, I've, I I do on the side. I like make music. It's it's really small, and I don't really you know I'm not really heaped into it. But I, sometimes I reach out to you know other creators that I really like and they give me advice and I, and I just thought you know it's, it'd be a really good idea to you know bring that here and that's why I've reached out to you and I think reaching out to Roasty and Clarky and whoever else it might be that probably could be a really good idea in order to understand how to develop this further and make the best content I possibly can for sure mate and you know I know I can definitely speak for Roasty and Ice and Denon, if you have this conversation with them and they see how serious you are and in two years' time you're still going and you're starting to to get a following, like we will support you 100% because we like people that fucking want to get on top of shit and they, and they want to ha- have a real crack at this sort of stuff. They're not, you know, to, to, to be completely honest with you, they're not doing what you did a year ago. Yeah. Sort of throwing something together and in the middle of the night, giving up after X amount of time, you know? Yeah, and that's the thing because, like, I'm genuinely serious about this because I can... I can honestly see it as something that can benefit me in the future in terms of what I actually want to get into and make a living out of. And, you know, I just see it as a good opportunity and that's why I'm like genuinely passionate about getting on top of it, staying consistent and actually making something out of it in the end, hopefully. Yeah. And that's mate, you've got time up your sleeve now. I'd spend the next two months getting your designs ready, getting your templates ready, getting your theme ready, get it all ready uh, you you want to have that all in your head and ready to go before you actually start your page because you want to hit the ground running. You want people to know what sort of a page it's going to be, what it's going to be about, what it's going to look like. And, you know, yes, when you see that banner of, of Denon's, you, you know what it is, but it's got nothing to do with the banner. It's got to do with the 10,000 times before that, that banner has had an impact on you because you're a rugby league mm-hmm. fan. Yeah. So it gets to a point where you can understand it and sort of connect it at yellow colour on an NRL page. Oh, cool. That's him. Yep. Yeah, mate, you see, you know, you walk into, you walk into a shop and you look in the, um, in the drinks fridge and you see red and white, you straight away think Coca-Cola. 
because you've seen it a million times in your life. It's branding and has an impact on you straight away. You see you're driving in the car late at night and you see bright fucking yellow in the sky. You know it's Macca straight away because you've got those million touch points with that thing. Now, you don't have to be walking into a shop. You don't have to be driving in the middle of the night. You can pick up your phone, which people do. You know, data tells us 60 to 100 times a day, and, and, and you can be there. Yeah, and, you know, that's – in having this conversation, I've realized how important sort of um, developing a sort of, you know, an, an image is. And I've, I've realized how important that is. And it's built off just – consistency which as i said is the most boring thing in the world but it's built off consistency time effort um and you know i don't do it as much as i should but my advice to you would be once you do start your page the people that are willing to comment on your things respond to them and and don't respond oh mate honestly because i i I sort of just run out of time to some to some extent i try and do it more and more but it always sort of does get away from me but that is if there's anything that i could improve at there's a lot of things but that would definitely be number one that um i probably need to reply to more comments and you know i i found you know and 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 like clarky does this a lot you know he'll he'll reply to every comment with uh an emoji or something for me i just that doesn't feel right to me if i if i see a comment and i respond to it it's because i'm responding authentically to it and because I'm having a genuine conversation with that person I've never if I'm I won't reply to a comment with an emoji for the sake of replying to a comment to boost the algorithm and that's yeah. that's nothing against Clarky. that's that's up to him whatever he wants to do but I just if someone yeah I, I, I just haven't done that myself but I should be replying to every single comment like I'm having a genuine conversation with that person but once you do get to a certain point and there's 60 70 comments on your post it does become sort of difficult to be able to do it but back in the day when i was getting you know five to 15 on a yeah. post i would reply to every single one of them and i i still should regardless of the number but it sort of has got away from me a little bit yeah um that's that's pretty interesting now that you say it because you know i can definitely understand why you would do it and how it could help you know your page in the future it's, it's one of the, I mean, I still reply to every single DM I get, but mm. I mean, when you do get to a certain point, uh, you know, you only get to see a certain amount of notifications on a post anyway. Like if there's, six, you know, 60 comments on a post, I might only see those notifications for a comment, you know, unless yeah. I'm on my phone checking it every, you know, minute or so, which I won't be, I'll post something, then I'll go and do something and, and then I'll come back to it sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, any when when you're starting out, especially if people are willing, to give their time and their opinion to a page that might have yours at the moment, eighty followers. Make sure you give them the time to respond to it because it straight away tells them that you care, and straight away, mate. And it's it it it's to my detriment, but they will look at a page like mine that they might comment five things in a row, and they might not get a response to me. And that's not me being an asshole. It's just because you run out of time or whatever, but if they get a response from you every single time, all of a sudden you become super fucking meaningful. Yeah. Cause like it, it, it I'd imagine that it would give the, the reader some sort of sense of, Oh, this is an actual person behind this and not just some bloke who just puts something up, doesn't give a shit about it anymore. It's called social media, not a uh, anti-social media. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, well, I think you've given me so much to think about and I'm really, 
thankful that you did actually pick up your phone and answer the message because, you know, it has helped me heaps. And, you know, I hope that in the future, as I start to make more content, we can, you know, keep in touch. I can learn as much as I possibly can because I have been following you since about 2019. You know, I just want to learn as much as I possibly can. So I just thank you for everything you've given me so far. And I hope that, you know, in the future we can, you know, I can hopefully learn as much as possible as I can from you. Yeah, for sure, mate. I have no doubt that you'll do well at what you're doing. And as I said, you know, I can tell you all the stuff I've done, but I would highly advise you reach out to other pages, as many pages as you can, even if they're not NRL pages, basketball pages, NFL pages, soccer pages, cricket pages, whatever the hell it might be, um, reach out to them. I can tell you about all the mistakes I've made, but there's obviously guys doing different things to me that it'd be worth hearing their perspective as well. But uh, let me know, mate, what you do with your account, whether you change the old one to a different name, or whether you just come up with a new one, regardless, send me a message, let me know, and I'll, uh, I'll I'll follow it and keep track of it. Yeah, really appreciate that. I'll definitely keep you in the loop because I, I like I really appreciate you, you know, actually giving an interest into some fifteen year old or sixteen year old bloke from Bulldog who's trying to you you're know sixteen now, mate. Learn. You're a big timer. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I just really. I'm really thankful that you're, you know, you've actually shown the interest in what I'm trying to do, and I appreciate all the support you've given me so far. No, that's all right, brother. As I said, pages like myself, Roasty, we appreciate people that are trying to have a red hot crack, mate. Make yeah, you, and that's this a go, and that, that's what I'm trying to do because I've, I've said it a million times already. I can see this as something I want to get into in the future, and this is a really good place to start. So I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to actually help me out. All good, brother. I will. Um, I'll let you hit the road. I'll let you get started, start brainstorming and thinking about how you're going to go about it and whatsoever. And as I said, if you need a hand or a question or anything, just send me a message, yeah? Thanks, mate. I really appreciate it. You're a legend, mate. All good, brother. Talk to you soon. Yeah. So it does, mate. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 